the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And I'm off. This is Dr. Billy, Radio MD. I got Ken by my side, I hope. Yes, you do, sir. Oh, thank God. I thought you ran off to the bathroom and forgot about me. Oh, no, no, no. I'm always with you, Doc. Always with okay, you. Good, good. I feel better now. <laughs> We're doing a radio show. We're also streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and I don't know what other platforms. Ken, I, I had a big problem. My video camera that I'd use for my podcast, uh, the uh, the little port that you put the, the uh, power plug in, it won't hold the power plug anymore. So now I had to switch over to my Pentax single lens reflex camera. I don't know how long it'll hold up, but if it dies on us, oh my God, <laughs> they just won't leave me alone. Uh, well, that's why we don't use cameras here. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. It well. works just fine as phone. well. I've it's radio. I've had enough of these people. At any rate, so my knee, I was telling you before the show, my knee, oh, my God, it's about twice the size of my right knee and my left knee. It's full of fluid. I had an MRI on Thursday. I'm going to go see my orthopod on Monday, tomorrow. Uh, Dr. McConney, he's across the street uh, in the building next to St. Pete General. Nice guy and a really good doctor. Uh, he, uh, His parents were from India, but he's an American-born uh, guy and well-trained and uh, he actually took care of Tom Brady and, and Bronkowski. Cool. He was up in uh, in Boston, and I guess the clinic he worked for when he was a resident, they were the team doctors, so he got to take care of them. And he apparently has their jerseys hanging in his uh, office that are signed by the two guys. So he Very nice. Well, you know, the orthopods, they like to uh, affiliate with a, a, a sport team and, and because it gives them – reputability i guess so, so we we have a guy named coco eaton over here in st pete and he's been i think with the rays and the bucks and a few other teams off and on over the years and everybody thinks he's a wonderful doctor i don't know that that makes you any better of a doctor to be a team doctor but it certainly gives you some pr and uh, and some swag apparently yeah get some swag out of it you got that <laughs> right so you're asking me before the show about the amoxicillin shortage. yeah i read this morning some sort of shortage well, here's the deal. Now, there's been a surge in the respiratory syncytial virus, which is a virus that almost everybody contracts at some point in their life. Uh, but in kids, it can cause more of a, a fever and a cold, and uh, especially the younger kids. If you're under a year, under six months, uh, you can get really sick from it. You know, I've got a neighbor whose two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter is in the hospital up in Boston on the ventilator with it. Well, with the surge in, in the respiratory syncytial virus, which is similar to the flu virus in the way that it affects you, uh, there's been an increased use of pediatric amoxicillin, you know, the powdered uh, amoxicillin. Amoxicillin is the antibiotic that's commonly prescribed by the pediatricians. Oh, my God, they're such weenies, Ken. <laughs> we don't use amoxicillin hardly ever. Um, but in, they think that... Uh, 
they think that you don't, just a lot of them think that you don't need to treat childhood infections because half of them are viral and they'll go away. <clears throat> I can't tell you how many kids I see Canadian kids that come in the door screaming with an earache because their doctor didn't want to treat it up in Canada. What's wrong with those Canadians? <laughs> <laughs> we can't let them come across the border anymore, Ken. Oh, my God. No, no, the Canadians are good. They're good. They're nice people. They just have Of all the people in the world. They, they, they have a terrible health care system. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But so the, the shortage is not in the, in the tablets or the capsules. It's in the, the powdered stuff, you know, the little cherry-flavored stuff that you buy for your kids. And your I see. Okay. You shake it up and you give them a teaspoonful, hold them down, hold their nose. <laughs> Usually takes two or three people. <laughs> My son, he, when he got sick, he would come to me and he, you have to take care of me, Dad, because they won't make me take my medicine. So I'd, I'd pin him down and hold his nose. <laughs> and, <pour it. laughs> and he cried and kicked and screamed, but he always came back to me and said, you have to make me take it. And uh, <laughs> Go figure that. But Mary, anyway, Pop- Mary Poppins had the best solution to that. Just a spoonful yeah, of sugar. A spoonful of makes sugar. Makes the medicine you know, go down. Well, yeah. They put all kinds of artificial sweeteners in that stuff. Now, I don't think they put sugar in it anymore, Ken. Because, well, it's probably good, actually. Yeah. You know, the mothers, they all think sugar is bad and it causes hyperactivity, although there's no data to show that. But um, that's okay. But we get too much sugar through the rest of our diet. Well, I think what happens is the kids, uh, when they get sugar and treats, are usually in a group or in a, at a party or they're having some kind of an event. And of course, they're going to be revved up and you give them a little fuel and, you know, they're going to go. But uh, there's no data, at least I have not seen any data to show that sugar causes the kids to be hyperactive. So that's, that's another wives tale, an old wives tale, huh? Yeah, and yeah. It, well, it's still persistent too. At any rate, this respiratory syncytial virus, it has a low mortality rate uh, and almost every kid has come in contact with it by the time they're two or three years old. Uh, it's just so ubiquitous. Uh, it rarely causes people to be hospitalized, but occasionally like this one child uh, who I know of, granddaughter of one of our neighbors, actually is in the hospital and I think had a respiratory arrest with it. It can cause a bad pneumonia in small children or children with immunodeficiency or, or young children. So that's the story on this uh this amoxicillin shortage, which I don't think is a crisis for you and me. Uh, the pediatricians are probably pooping in their panties over it, but they'll get over it. <laughs> and, and by the way, the, the respiratory syncytial virus is not treatable. So, you know, they're probably given amoxicillin just to make the parents feel better. Really? Thinking, yeah. You know, sometimes you treat the patient, sometimes you treat the family. Sometimes you treat the staff. Uh, it just depends. Uh, <laughs> it, you you kind of have to. It, it's a little bit like a. It's juggling. not going to hurt them at all. So you got to yeah you got to keep everybody happy. You don't you don't want to. And sometimes you got to treat society and say, why didn't you give that patient blah 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 blah? And say, oh how God I should have. And so then you get on the phone and give it to them, and it doesn't do anything. But people think. <laughs> they think because they read it on the internet, that's what you should be doing. That's what you should be doing. That's right. And drink more water. Yeah, right. And and take those little, uh, what do they call them, the nature's balance. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand. 
why don't you just go eat an apple or or get some green beans? I mean, what? You take two pills and a glass of water, and it re-expands to a plate full of green beans. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know. I don't take. I don't take them myself, so I don't know. Yeah, I like I like green beans. That guy is making hundreds of millions of, of dollars on that. Stuff. Everybody wants simple lifestyle. Everybody wants a. Uh, they they want a panacea. They want a miracle cure. And they want. They, that's right. They want to eat their pizzas and have some sort of cure or pill to take care of the rest of it. Yeah, they want their uh, cake and they want their cake and eat it. I mean, eat it too. Uh, <laughs> they, they want their pizza and, and eat it too. Exactly. And people say. I'm going to change my diet. And I say, don't change your diet. Just cut down. I mean, instead of two pieces of pizza, cut down to one. Instead of two scoops of ice cream, cut down to one. Increase your activity. You'll, you'll, you'll lose weight. You'll feel better. Your cholesterol will get better most of the time. Some people, of course, have a problem with genetically with their cholesterol. And some people just forget to take their pills. Yeah, and there's other people that, that just have are genetically addicted to things like tobacco and and we don't know anybody like that. Well, I forgot to take my cholesterol pill, Doc. You better take for that about six months. <laughs> I just realized I haven't been taking it for about three months. So there are several drug companies that are short on the amoxicillin. Arobindo uh, is short. Uh, you can call them and Rising Pharmacy. Who else? Uh, I think Teva is short. So there are several companies that are having a problem. Uh, getting enough of this product out. So this is what I say to the pediatricians. Hey, you don't treat anything anyway. Why are you wasting amoxicillin on <laughs> something that doesn't work? I don't, do you get that? No, but it, it makes sense. If mom's saying, give him something, give him something. Yeah, we'll give him, you know, give okay, him. Okay, we'll try this. Not going to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, amoxicillin's fairly innocuous. What, maybe one, one in 100,000 people are allergic to penicillins. And that will, uh, well, my camera just died. So oh, I'm sorry to hear that. At any rate, well, you, they can still hear me. They just can't see me. But we'll put the Dr. Bill screen up there if you're if you're uh, looking at the uh, the live feed on Facebook or YouTube. You still got me. Hey, guess what? I don't have to look in the camera all There you go. <laughs> see? There are advantages to just doing radio. There are. Uh, if anybody's listening, that is. Oh, they are. Trust me. They're there. So at any rate, we had uh, we had that, and then I had a Canadian guy come in, uh, an older guy in his late sixties, early seventies, and he apparently uh, had prostate cancer and had a prostatectomy or whatever, and that he had radiation and, and treatment and all that, and he developed a stricture in his in his urethra, you know, and so he couldn't pee. So then he. I guess backed up urine up into his kidneys and uh, they had to put a Foley catheter in up, up north, but I don't think anybody ever checked his kidney functions. Kenny came in, he was septic. He had uh, a bad infection, bladder urinary tract infection. His, he was in acute renal failure. I mean, bad renal failure, you know, like creatinine of seven and BUN of 200 where normal creatinine is one and normal BUN is 20. So he was like 10 times over normal. We had to dialyze him. He's on antibiotics, uh, went into atrial fibrillation. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell do they do up in Canada? No kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. And I said to the wife, I said, didn't anybody check his, his blood work? She said, no, no. 
something like guys in renal failure. I mean, I don't know if he was in renal failure up north. It, it could be acute because he uh, he did have a bleed in his stomach and he dropped his blood count uh, fairly low. We had to transfuse him. So it could have been kidney failure from the shock. It could have been kidney failure from the infection and the sepsis, the bloodborne infection. Could have been a combination of things. But you would think that uh, if you're going to decompress somebody's bladder and put a Foley catheter in them, that you would want to at least check some baseline chemistries in a CBC, but I don't know. And I just, I don't You get would think that you would check the kidneys, absolutely. You would check the kidneys. Now, I did do an ultrasound on his kidneys. Uh, I ordered that, and uh, it doesn't look like he has chronic damage, you know, like long-standing high blood pressure or diabetes, which can, of course, damage your kidneys. And the most common cause of kidney failure, chronic kidney failure in the United States is uh, hypertension and then followed closely by diabetes. Uh, so it is a problem, uh, but uh, hopefully he'll come back. Now he's in atrial fibrillation, so today I'm going to have to put him to sleep and shock him back into a normal rhythm. Atrial fibrillation is when the, the top of the heart has this fast, irregular heart rhythm, kind of like a, a multi site uh, uh, electrical discharges and the rate can be two to 300. And uh, and if that gets down into the bottom part of the heart, the ventricles, which are the pumping chambers and speeds up too much, then you can go into heart failure and have rhythm disturbances in the ventricle. And that's what's fatal. A lot of people live with chronic atrial fibrillation. We just control the heart rate. <clears throat> but uh, I'm going to knock him out this afternoon and put a little electricity, give him a little uh, Duke energy through his <laughs> chest, make that puppy jump. Well, make that's, that. that's, an, uh, you have an interesting life there, doc. I mean, that's, that's what you're doing on a Sunday afternoon, huh? That's what I'm doing. Oh, I got the guys, I got another guy out cleaning up another one of the ponds. Oh, the community. Oh, they're, they're all a, a tither and then a, and a, um, oh my God, I'm, I was attacked, uh, they had a meeting after our board meeting was a Tuesday, I think. And, uh, you know, the, the, the mean girls got together and they were bad mouthing me and bad mouthing JT. And, and so I went down to talk to, uh, one of the, uh, women Gilda. And I said, and I had actually run off some information on, uh, uh, on the freedom of speech because they think that the first amendment applies to a board meeting. Which, as you know, it does not. Did you know that? Um, why not? Because the First Amendment, in fact, all, all of the amendments, they're a contract between you and your government. They're not a contract between you and your employer. They're not a contract between you and your neighbor. They're not a contract between you and your private school. They're, if it's a governmental agency, whether it's federal, state, local, whether it's a public school, a school board, a city council meeting, uh, as long as there are some rules and regulations uh, and orderly uh, followed, then you can speak and you can say what you have to say. You can go down to the park, the public park, and you can put a soapbox up and you can, you can say, you know, Jesus is Lord or, uh, you know, Allah is God or Dr. Bill is handsome. <laughs> And which is, number three actually is the best one to use. But people do that all the time. I see people saying that all the time. Yeah. But the First Amendment, now here's what it says. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, 
or pre prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So you can believe what you want to believe. You can believe that uh, uh, bluebells are God, um, and you can, and the government can't establish a state religion. So unlike England, uh, with uh, with the Tudors and the Stuarts and so on and so forth, you know, the, the state religion went from Catholicism under Henry VIII to Anglicanism and so on and so forth, or abridging the freedom of speech. So you have the freedom to speak when you're dealing with a government agency or a government setting, or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. What does that mean, Ken? It means that you can get a bunch of people together you can fill out forms and you can have recalls of people who you don't like in office. You can petition for uh, a change in the laws. Uh, you can petition for uh, uh, an apology from the president. Not that you'll get it, but you can do that. You have that right. And the government can't do anything to you. They, there can be no reprisals for speaking your mind on government issues, on politics. But now, this amendment gives Americans the right to express themselves verbally and through publication without government interference. It also prevents the government from establishing a state religion and favoring one religion over others. And finally, it protects Americans' rights to gather in groups for social, economic, political, or religious purposes, sign petitions, and even file a lawsuit against the government. You didn't know you could sue the government, did you? I thought it was illegal to sue the government. It is not. There are certain things you cannot sue for and certain things that you can sue for. <clears throat> and, uh, for instance, uh, because of the restrictions on lawsuits against, say, uh, the military, uh, you see all this Camp Lejeune stuff. Well, what happened is, of course, Congress is mostly lawyers, and they want to take care of their own people, and they also want the votes of the, of the uh, veterans. And so... They just passed a law saying that, yeah, this is true. Uh, Camp Lejeune, uh, the benzene and leaked into the water from storage tanks, and now you're all going to die. So everybody <laughs> gets some money. And uh, I don't know that there's any proof that there's any increased incidence, but you know a lot of people are going to jump on that bandwagon. Anybody who ever walked by the uh, base is going to jump on it, yeah. I drove by, and, and, I, and it made my knee swell up. Oh, see? Think, yeah. I'm going to sue. But what you're saying is because you're a private entity, free speech is not. No, it's, it doesn't exist. Now, uh, if you have a meeting, you have an agenda where you usually have public comment. No, if it's a if it's a corporate board meeting, you know, a corporation is is not a unless it's a corporation that's uh, involved with the federal government or the state or local government. It's it's a private entity, and you don't have the right to speak out and say whatever you want. You do not. And Robert's Rules of Orders and the Florida statutes and uh, our own bylaws say that you can speak at a, a, an HOA board meeting, a homeowners association board meeting, on matters that are on the agenda and being discussed. So, like, if I bring up the ponds, somebody can say, do we have the right pumps uh, for the fountains or did we get bad pumps? Or they can say, I've done my research and I think these pumps that you bought, Dr. Bill are not good pumps and we need to replace them and then we say well we'd love to see your research but if you start saying you're an idiot and you don't have the you're out of order that is out of order 
Now, when the First Amendment, uh, while the First Amendment acknowledges and protects uh, these rights to free speech in the public forum, and the, there are limitations to how the amendment can be invoked. For instance, people are free to express themselves through publication. However, false or defamatory statements called libel are not protected under the First Amendment. And you say, well, how can these politicians all be uh, accusing each other of these things that we know are not true? Well, it's a little bit different when you're a public figure because the, the courts have determined that you are actually putting yourself out there uh, and you are giving up certain rights in order to be able to run for office or be uh, a movie star or whatever. And uh, by the way, you saw where, uh, who was it? Who's the movie star that was, uh, that played in Pirates of the Caribbean? What's his name? Um, and he sued, he sued his former wife. Yeah, for, the whole thing was on trial for about six weeks there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, at any rate, he, uh, he actually won. He won it. Yes, he did. Yes. He won that. So Johnny he, Depp. Yeah. Even if you, even if you are a public figure, if somebody privately and personally defames you now, if the press says, oh, you're an ugly, low down, no good son of a mother, um, then and, and you're a, you're a movie star or an actor or an actress. They can say that, but now if your ex-wife says he abused me and he raped me and he stole all my money and it's a lie, that's defamation. You can't do that. And that's the same way in a homeowners association. These people, some of them in here, are are making up lies about the uh, officers, about JT and about me. And the latest is that um, I don't like women. What are you talking about? You're married I mean, to one. I, I'm married to one. And and that's like saying, you don't like Korean. Uh, yeah, I do. The food's pretty good, too. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> the First Amendment only protects your speech from government censorship. It applies to federal, state, and local actors, government actors. This is a broad category that it includes not only lawmakers and elected officials, but also public schools and universities, courts, and police officers. It does not include private citizens, businesses, and organizations. That means that a private school can suspend a student for criticizing a school policy, Ken. Did you know that? I did, yes. That's usually in the school rules. Yeah, and that's private schools. Now, if you're in a public school and you criticize it, you can do that. Now, there was a case back in the 60s where kids in junior high school wore black armbands uh, in, the, in the early 60s, mid-60s, to protest the Vietnam War, and the principal sent him home, and the parents sued. Guess what? The Supreme Court sided with the kids. It's a public because school. It's a public school. Okay. You're right. Yeah. I was in private school, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Catholic private school, you express your opinion. Well, they tell whacked. you what to wear. You know, they, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you got your little knuckles whacked, or if you were in high That's school, right. you, got a, you got a fat lip. You had, from, that, you had that little tie on, or you were in trouble. Yeah, from Brother Josephus, he'd give you a whack. And they were scary. They were, especially when you're a freshman or sophomore. When you got God behind you. you, You're not big enough to fight back, and they got God and your parents. That's right. You never had a chance. You never had a chance. You put the tie on. That's right. Did you know that a private business can fire an employee for expressing political views on the job? Did you know that? Um, I know. I I don't think they could, in a sense, of clothing. But it can do it just verbally too. Apparently, if you uh, if you start talking, uh, you know, pushing your candidate, so you know, I'm I'm concerned. Well, you're wasting time, yeah. And and my 
my uh, employees are liberal. You know, they're young, they're they're black, and and uh, of course they're Democrats. They they're careful not to talk politics in the office. But now I can talk politics because it's my business. You own the place. That's right. I own the place. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I can see that. Sure, it should be. You shouldn't be able to waste time on somebody else's dollar. Yeah, and a private media company can refuse to publish or broadcast opinions it disagrees with. So Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, these are private companies. And if they don't like what you're saying, it doesn't matter whether you're the president or you're Dr. Bill, they'll take you off. And and you don't have any recourse. Now, Congress is trying to come up with some kind of laws to say that if you're using the, the, uh, the Internet, the uh, World Wide Web or whatever you want to call it, that there has to be uh, more freedom if you're even if you're a, a private company if you're offering uh, public uh, services in the sense that you're allowing anybody to join and express an opinion and if you don't like the opinion uh, you won't be able to take it off if congress can pass something but now the first amendment does not prohibit private individuals companies and employers from restricting speech so right now what they're doing is legal what they're doing is absolutely legal and and Congress is trying to figure out how can we pass a law. Of course, the Democrats, they still want to restrict the Republican speech. Uh, but uh, you, you can't have it both ways. Well, it should be more of a utility where everybody just jumps on and uses it the way they need to. Yeah. And, uh, and, and by the way, the, the U.N. Uh, individual who is uh, head of uh, whatever branch of the U.N. is involved with uh, uh public notices and, and speech and all that, has uh, written a letter to Elon Musk asking him to please make sure that he doesn't allow speech that they don't approve of. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more couch than that. It's like, you know. I we, hope so. <laughs> we, but essentially, that's to, what they're saying. Yeah. We don't want to see the platform be used to create uh, racial and political and international divides. Come on, give me a break. How are you going to stop that? People are going to say... They already exist. They already exist. Well, So do private companies have to allow free speech, or does that violate my freedom of speech? No. The First Amendment does not limit private employers. The Bill of Rights and the First Amendment limit only government actors, not private actors. This means that private employers can restrict employee speech in the workplace without running afoul of the First Amendment. And the same thing in a corporate board meeting. And so the board meetings before I took over, are you there? I'm here, yeah. The board meetings before I took over as president uh, were people yelling and screaming and shaking their fist and carrying on and cursing and dropping the F word. And, uh, and I, you know, I was appalled. This is not the way meetings run. I've, I've been a doctor for 45 years. I've been on dozens and dozens of committees. I've been head of departments. Uh, chairman of different committees. And you know what? You don't do that. You do not do that. That is not allowed. Uh, and the meetings that are really the worst meetings are where you have a weak president or a weak chairman, and he doesn't keep order. And then people start speaking out and you have an agenda and you're going to discuss, uh, let's say, the the policy on uh, the use of an antibiotic in the hospital. And then one of the doctors jumps up and says, you know, I've got a problem with nurse so-and-so in this patient. That's not on the agenda. And, uh, you know, a good chairman will say that's not on the agenda. If you want to put it on the agenda, you bring it to uh, 
medical staff secretary uh, on Monday, and we'll see if we can fit it in for the next meeting. And that's exactly what I do here in, in, in our meetings, as I say, that's not on the agenda. And if they keep speaking, then I mute them because we're on Zoom. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm not putting up with that. You know, this is a this is a business meeting. We are running a business. This is not the Boys and Girls Club of America. It's not a social meeting. It's not a neighborhood watch association. It's a corporation, Ken. Plus, you're, got to, you're, you're spending your time doing it. I mean, you want to. And you know what? And we're working for free. And I put in, I, gosh, I bet I put in a thousand hours this past year, year and a half, a thousand hours on this. And I'm not getting paid. Yeah. So you have the right to um, demand order in a meeting. Absolutely. Well, now I'm a dictator and I don't like women. <laughs> of course, the women want to speak out. Well, um, go go to your girlfriend's house or, and your boyfriend or whatever, your husband, and tell them what you think. I mean, my wife doesn't have any trouble telling me what she thinks. So I, I don't know hey, what the problem is. Just you play can, by the rules and you can speak at the next meeting. It's not that tough. So, you know, the board meeting is not a public forum. And freedom of speech does not apply to corporate board meetings or corporations. And slander and libel are not free speech. And uh, we have I implemented a, a policy here, uh, a rule that you could not uh, harass or defame or speak negatively about not only board members, but, but your neighbors. That's illegal. I mean, it's not illegal in the sense that you'll be arrested, but it, it's it, actually, by the way, under Florida statutes, it is illegal to harass somebody. And you can get a restraining order. And if they break that restraining order, you can have them arrested. But as far as slander and libel go, that's that's the civil side of law. There, but harassment can 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 be uh, uh, tried both under civil law as a lawsuit for defamation and also as a criminal act. If you persist after you've been cautioned and you've been uh, uh, given a, a, an order by the court to, to stop and you keep doing it, then you can call the police and have them arrested and file a, a, a criminal charge. Yes, so I've seen it done. It's been done many times. Yeah, it's been done. And, and you know, and I, I told, you know, I'm telling the community, I'm saying, look, you're putting this stuff out on the web page, on our Facebook web page, which, by the way, I took down because it just has deteriorated into a name calling uh, page. And, and the lawyers will tell you if you have a community association, an HOA or a condo association, do not have a website. The lawyers say it's just trouble. It can open up lawsuits. Uh, it can it can be a real problem. And so I took it down. Um, I said, we got to get rid of this. This is this is just an it, it's like inciting a riot, you know? Sure. And so corporate board meetings have an agenda and we're all expected to show reserve and behave respectfully and to follow Robert's rules of order. And that's just the way it works. And I, I'm sorry, but uh, people think the First Amendment means you can, you know, run up and down the street naked yelling whatever you want. You can't. That's that's not free speech. But what are you going to do? I you, you... Free up the net, free up the uh, Facebook so you can put it all there. Put it on well, your homepage. Don't put it, it on the docs yeah. page. And if you want to go on Twitter and say, I think that uh, Donald Trump is a mean, no good, low down SOB, uh, you should have the freedom to say that. And if Trump wants to come back and say, yes, it's true, I am an SOB, and yes, it's true, I can be mean, 
but I'm a good guy who did a lot of good things for the country. I mean, he can say that. Now, if you go on there and say, Bill Handelman hates women, uh, then th that's, that's liable because you're defaming me. And if you defame somebody who is a doctor or a lawyer in a public setting, and that gets back to their, their uh, state board, you know, they can take action against you Sure. and, and say, did you, did you really do this? Did you really tell this woman in your office that you hate her and you hate all women? And uh, she complained and brought this forward. And, and we saw this on Facebook and now we need you in here because we can't have a misogynist practicing medicine in our state. So you do have the right to defend your, your name and your character. And uh, that's what I've done uh, here with our homeowners association. And there's a small group of people that don't like it because they want to say what they want to say. And they want to tell you what they think about you at every turn of the corner. Plus well, it's the homeowner's page. It's not their page. I mean, you have control over it. So you probably have no rules, page. It's gone, <laughs> but it's gone now, but you have the right to do that. I mean, it, you're, you're not, that, that's not a blockage. You're not blocking anybody's free speech. No. And by the way, you know what else I have a right to? A commercial. A, a potty break. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just looked at the clock myself. We're really late today. And we got to do a question. I got a question here. Give us a question, Ken. And we'll get you to the potty as soon as we can here. To Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs up for grab right now at 877-969-8600 if you know the answer to the following question. First caller will win. Today's question is, what body part is Doc thinking about replacing? Now, if you're listening to the beginning of the show, you know all about it. 877-969-8600, 877-969-8600. Call now. First correct caller wins to Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. Doc, we'll see you on the other side. All right, buddy. I'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Is the latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. President Biden being blasted by a powerful fellow Democrat, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, calls President Cavalier and, quote, divorced from reality. He's leveling that criticism after Mr. Biden vowed to shutter coal-fired power plants and rely more heavily on wind and solar energy in the future. The powerful coal state lawmaker says Biden's words at a campaign stop in California, quote, ignore the severe economic pain for people from higher energy prices and are why Americans are, in his words, losing trust in President Biden. Residents in southeastern Oklahoma and northeastern Texas cleaning up in the wake of devastating tornadoes that came through the region and killed two people last week. And the Houston Astros have clinched their second World Series title in six seasons with a 4-1 win over the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 6 last night. This is SRN news am 860 the answer listen on our website theanswertampa.com 93.7 fm w229dj Dunedin. by downloading the answer tampa app or on tune in or odyssey dr bill for bay area medical located at 6399 38th avenue north in st pete 727-384-6411 727-384-6411 full service clinic with x-ray heart imaging ultrasound stress testing and minor surgery we provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. 
Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an in-office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi. 727-577-2220. 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour. Only on AM860, The Answer. Day will variable clouds with a passing shower or two in the afternoon. The high will be 88. Tonight, clear skies and a low 69. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high 87. Tuesday, low clouds, then perhaps some sun. It'll be breezy in the afternoon with a high 86. Playing with confidence, download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Garrett Beck for AM860, The Answer. We're back. This is Dr. Bill. We're 48 hours away from elections, and uh, as I was telling you before the break, uh, this this woman who is what's her her United Nations. She's a human rights chief, Volker Volker Turk, and she urges Musk, uh, Twitter's new owner, to ensure human rights are central to the management of Twitter, and she wants him to make sure that. Uh, False information is not spread like uh, the anti-vaxxers were trying to do uh, during the COVID epidemic. I guess we still are somewhat in an epidemic. We are still. And, uh, so she says to, to foster users' rights to privacy and free expression. I'm not sure what that means, but um, I don't know how you can express yourself freely and then have privacy. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's a little confusing. Yeah, they want it all, you know. And she wants free speech. Uh, it's not a free pass, she says. Free speech is not a free pass. She wants responsibility and, like, uh, no spreading false information about the vaccines. By the way, you know, Elon, I think he's canned about half of the staff. I heard that yesterday, yeah. And, uh, and He's also he said, said that, the company's not as profitable as he thought. Yeah, he said it's losing $4 million a day. Yeah. Uh, so, at any rate. She doesn't want it to descend into uh, a free-for-all hellscape. I'm not quite sure what that means. I guess that means I can't say go get a COVID vaccine because I'd be saying something about the vaccine. It it means uh, you can't disagree with me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Meanwhile, Jack Dorsey, who was the former CEO and co-founder of Twitter, 
I did not know that he and and Musk were buddies. They they had a, a bromance, I guess, at one point. Uh, and I guess that Dorsey previously claimed Elon Musk was the singular solution for Twitter. Can you believe that? Yeah, well, you know, the billionaires, they stick together. Yeah. And I, I guess that uh, Dorsey wanted Elon on the board, and Elon said, sure, if I can have a big chunk of the company. <laughs> and they said, no. The board said, no, we don't want that. And Elon said, okay, I'll just buy your ass. And that was <laughs> I'll just buy it and fire y'all. And and now Dorsey's saying, since it's come out, it's come to light that the company's losing money, Dorsey is, is saying, oh, maybe I made some mistakes and grew the company too fast. Yeah, I think you did. And I think you also uh, pumped it up to be worth more than it really is. But I guess Elon's saying he's losing $4 million a day on the company. Well, I so, hope, he, hope he turns it around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's already started it. I think there's an eight dollar minimum if you get a little blue bird or whatever it is, and then if you want to do a higher level, it's twenty bucks a month. Uh, so, and, and you know, there should be some. Uh, there should be if if you want to get on social media, you should have to pay a, a little something. Um, I don't know if we can have a sliding scale or not. Uh well, it depends. You know, I can see. I'm, I'm trying to think of an equivalent here. Um, even like the Weather Channel, you, you get your basic weather if you just click on it. But if you want to subscribe to them, you can pay them a few bucks and they'll give you a more detailed forecast. So it's yep, everybody does it. By the way, we have a winner. Who we got? We have Tajan Wiley. Tajan. Tajan Wiley. Tajan. Yes, of Saint of Saint Pete. Was a first caller with the correct answer, and he knew that Doctor Bill is considering having a body part replaced. What part is that, Doc? My right knee. That's right. He knew that. He's going to get himself two, two. Count them two. Doctor Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs in just a few short days, hopefully. And we thank you to John. We really appreciate all those people out there that are listening, and I love you guys. And and I hope that this is in some way entertaining and helpful to you on on Sunday mornings. It does me good. I don't know about you, Ken, but well, you're getting paid, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> well, to John did say to me, he said, make sure you tell the doc for me that he loves the show because he learns so much. He, oh, well, thank he, you. He thank takes you. notes during the show. Get out of town. He does dude. to make sure he's got the answer for the question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What's Dr. Bill up to this week? Huh? Did he get a Foley catheter put in? <laughs> So keep it up, Tijan. Yeah. Keep it up, buddy. Keep it up. So at any rate, uh, nobody had really heard from Dorsey, you know, the, the co-founder of Twitter and the CEO. And so Ed Zitron, a former insider and Atlantic magazine writer, jokingly asked if Dorsey had gone into witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's speaking out. I guess he's being shamed by the press and they want to know what's going on with him. And He's probably and, got an island somewhere he just sits on. Yeah. Yeah, and Elon, I mean, this guy, I don't know how he's going to, how's he going to run all these companies? He's going to have to take some time uh, to uh, to get get Twitter turned around. I think it's going to be a hell of a success in a couple of years. But the naysayers are saying, well, it's an older platform and the kids aren't going to use it. They're going to go to to the newer platforms, uh, the newer social media platforms, and, and which I'm, I don't know a whole lot about, Ken. But well, it is a, it is a it's a gamble for him. When was the last time anybody has been on MySpace? 
Mm-hmm. You know, these things do disappear. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what he can do with it. But I hope, I hope SpaceX doesn't suffer because they're doing so great. Well, he's probably got that running fairly well. I'm sure he has a, a, a COO that's doing the day-to-day for him. And probably the same with uh, with Tesla. But uh, he'll probably do that question, with Twitter too eventually. Yeah, I mean he'll have to get it turned around some, and and he'll have to make the hard decisions because he's apparently being sued by the former employees uh, <laughs> that he just laid off. And I don't know, I don't know what their lawsuit is. I guess there's something out in California that that you can't lay off people unless you, you know, call their mother and give them a heads up or whatever. I think you got to give somebody 30 days notice, the government or something like that. But he, he gave them all a test, apparently. He had them work like 80 hours for two weeks just to yeah, see who was going to do that, who was who was really dedicated to it. And, and you got to remember that some of these state laws, they haven't really been tried in court at the federal level. Then nobody's challenged it. So, uh you never know if you challenge it and it goes up to the Supreme Court, they may say, well, this law is illegal. It's unconstitutional or whatever. Um, we, for instance, we have a law in Florida, and this, this is a problem I'm having with one of the homeowners. He put up a flagpole on our property in front of his house. Well, that sounds wrong. Yeah. And he said that the board gave him the right to do that 20 years ago. The board didn't have the right to do that. And then he went and he said, look, there's a law that says that I can have a flag in, in my home. That's not your home, dude. That's community property. <laughs> and so I read the state statute in Florida. It says that you can have a flagpole no higher than 20 feet, and uh, you can fly the American flag. On your own property. On your own property, yeah. And so our bylaws say that if you do have a flagpole, if, if you have one at your house, which is going to be hard to do. It cannot be higher than the eaves. And he said, well, mine's not higher than the eaves. It's only 20 feet. I'm like, dude, these are two-story homes. The eaves are, the, the, the lower level eaves are eight or 10 feet. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But guess what? The state statute, it's not been tried in court yet. It, I think, is unconstitutional. And I've read the federal statute, which really is much more restrictive. It says, you can have uh, a flag at your home, and you can fly it on certain holidays, and those can be regulated by your homeowners association, or if you don't have a homeowners association, you can fly it anytime you want. But if you have a homeowners association, they can regulate it to the 10 federal holidays, one of which, by the way, for those who think I don't like women, is Mother's Day. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. But not Father's Day. But not Father's Day. But not Father's Day. Are moms and more I, patriotic I than fathers? It, I don't think I so. Think I, it's unequal. It's unconstitutional, and it hurts my feelings. I'm I'm pretty upset now too. I am too, and I may not even talk about it anymore. Look anyway, at all the fathers who fought for this country over the centuries. Oh, who cares about them? <laughs> I'm so goats. <laughs> who cares about guys that go out and build things and 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 build economies and countries and things like that? And, yeah. You know, like, Keep keep the community up and running, and invent you know, all fires hanging down, and some old goat named Handelman goes out and with his uh, scaffolding and rolls it up to the clubhouse and gets the wire back up so nobody gets shocked. <laughs> <clears throat> but we're just guys. That's right. We don't need no flag flying for you. We don't need no flag. We don't need recognition. We need beer. <laughs> <laughs> we need beer. We need football, and we need and, a sandwich and, and really and, fast and, cars. 
Yeah. That's right. So, uh, at any rate, North Korea fired four ballistic missiles uh, over South Korea because the United States and South Korea were holding a joint military exercise. And guess what? We were also flying a couple of uh, a couple of our uh, B ones or B twos. You know the the uh, the bombers that are stealth. Well, the picture I saw had about eight aircraft together. It looked like we had B-1s in there and um, some F-35s F-16s. and F-16s. F-35s. That F-16 is still being manufactured. All countries love that it. Plane it came out. It's, that it's plane so came nimble, out Doc. It. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's a hell of a plane, and, it, and we're selling them, too. Yeah, the other countries love them. Other, they love them. It's, uh, it's maneuverable, and uh, it's not as fast as the fifth and sixth generations, but it's highly maneuverable. And it, I guess, according to uh, Tom Hanks in the, the uh, remake of uh, of his movie, what was it? Um, Maverick or the uh, Top Gun? Yeah, Top Gun 2 that came out. We saw that up at the clubhouse. One of the kids put it up. And uh, he ended up in an F-16 being chased by, uh, you know, a, a sixth-generation fighter. And he won. He beat the damn plane. I don't know how he did it. His co-pilot's like, "You're not as fast, but you have to use your your tactics. Let it. Let your instincts take over." And he damn did it. All I right. Mean, I, don't, I, don't I don't think in real life that fight's going to go that way, but apparently it's uh, still a good plane. Anyway, I'll, I'll so take the, one. Yeah, the the, uh, the North Koreans are firing missiles over South Korea. They've, been, they've shot a lot of those off. They must be getting a little low. Yeah, and I think one of them misfired. They couldn't get it off the pad. So. <laughs> now, here's something interesting that I thought was was a, a good thing. Florida medical boards restrict doctors from providing gender treatment to minors. And uh, that's fine with me. I, You know, we do not, we should not be in the business of convincing kids that they were born a woman when they were born a man or whatever. And did you see that the that the governor of Arizona, her husband is a psychiatrist who does counseling for transgender, for kids who want to change their gender. Well, come on, he's making money off of this by selling this nonsense uh, and and trying to change the, the, the rules of nature, the laws of nature. It's a good thing. And, and doctors should be, in my opinion, there should be a national law outlawing doctors from participating in any kind of gender change, whether it's psychiatric counseling or whether it's the actual uh, uh, surgical intervention. This is craziness. I mean, of course, there are going to be medical situations where there are genetic diseases or there's uh, testosterone uh, 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 insensitivity. And there are different things where there's uh, ambiguous genitalia. And, and the kids should have a right when they become adolescents to decide what they want to be. But that's a medical condition, Ken. I mean, psychological conditions are not reasons to mutilate people. Wait this till you—they should be forced to wait till twenty-one to make a decision like that. Well, I, well come on, it shouldn't even be allowed. This nonsense. The, the people that do that or that have no medical reason to do it are crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've talked to several of them. They're nuts, and that doesn't <laughs> mean I don't like them and I won't treat them and take care of them. But come on, they're not any happier after they become a man to a woman or a woman to a man. They're just, they're no happier. Uh, they're the, they had the same emotional problems they had before. So we have, we have doctors and psychologists playing, preying on these guys and gals yep. saying, yeah, saying I can help you. 
Yeah, and you'll be happier if you, you know, get your thingy cut off and tucked in. Come on. That, that, that's external. Happiness, Ken, uh, it comes from within. It's it's an internal thing. It's It doesn't have anything to do with the with the shingles on the house. It has to do with, with what's inside the house. That's right, exactly. At any rate, so did you hear China's uh, Qi warns Putin not to use nuclear arms in the Ukraine? China did? I, didn't, I hadn't heard that, but good for him. Yeah. He makes the call during a visit by German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who went over there. And, you know, Scholz, Xi's uh, trying to get Buddy up and get closer to Scholz and the, and the Germans. And so uh, he got on the phone while Scholz was there and, and told Putin to uh, not use nukes. I think that's a good idea because if, if he uses nukes and Europeans and Americans get involved, uh, then China is going to be on the on the on the stage to have to make a decision what they're going to do, and that's not a good decision to make. Well, they do they don't want anything messing with the money. You know what I mean? No, no they want they, those they, economies they, humming along as much as possible. Money and power. That's and right. That's what, that's what the ninety six thousand communist and a nation of one point six billion want. They want to maintain the power. And they want the money, and and they're as corrupt as all get out. And I don't know if they'll ever not be corrupt. I think that the way to uh, end corruption, uh, or to at least control it better, is with a democracy. Because then you got spotlights and eyeballs all over the place. You know. Yes. If you don't have any checks, you're in trouble. Yeah. If you don't have checks and balances, if you don't have a free society, if you don't have a free press, uh, you, you, you just don't have. Uh, a secure, uh, honest, and, and I'm not saying that we're 100% honest. Obviously, there's there's going to be cheating, and there's always going to be people who try to game the system. But uh, it's a lot easier to game it if there's nobody looking at you. Well, yeah, you end up with a bunch of oligarchs, you know, and all yeah. the money is concentrated in 10 people. Yeah, and, and that's not a good thing. We don't like that at all. That is not a good thing. At any rate, boy, we talked about a lot of stuff today. we got about two minutes left. Where do you want to go from here? You know, I want to tell you, um, we're we're really uh, doing well with the with the practice. I don't know why I'm getting new patients all the time, and uh, it's picking up. Of course, the Canadians are coming back, and we welcome them back. We our our Canadian cousins are always welcome, and uh, I, I, actually, I like that they they come with problems that are interesting, and they haven't had. Uh, uh, some of them haven't had the adequate care that they need. And so it's a real uh, opportunity for me to to practice my skills and do a little general medicine as well as the cardiology. So appreciate that. And looking forward to seeing you guys back. I, I don't know if Pryor Smith's going to do a show this year. We, we're we not going to sponsor it, Ken. It just is not getting us enough business. And I love Pryor to death. I don't know if you know him. I've never met him in person, but I enjoy the show. Yeah. Yeah, he he does a nice little uh, newscast during the season. Canada and Calling, he, I believe it's called. Canada Calling, and we'll give him a shout-out for that. Canada Calling, there you go. And also give a shout-out to St. Pete MRI, where I got my MRI of my knee done. Uh, they did a good job. I can't complain. I fell asleep during the study. Which, <laughs> is, which is, I mean, it, it goes to show you they really take care of you because, you know, those, those MRI scanners, they're so noisy. And clank, clank, and... And so they gave me stuff to put in my ears, and they gave me headphones uh, to uh, listen to some music, and I took a little nap. Well, that's very sweet of you. That's nice. Yeah. And the naps are good. I like naps. 
so I appreciate those guys. Uh, and as you know, we have a full service clinic and we do cardiac workups and echoes and carotids and ultrasounds and and uh, shock hearts and I do stress tests. And, and then we also have a general medicine uh, clinic and the wife takes on a lot of uh, a lot of people. I got to keep that woman working. She's making good money for me, buddy. About 10 seconds, Doc, give the phone number. Love you guys. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Bye. Bye-bye, Doc. Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at CanCareClinic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.